To say, I'm Liz Anderson. What does the future hold for that stretch of beach drive in Rock Creek Park? I'm Acacia James. Why phase two of the Silver Line project may cost a little more. I'm Annalisa Gale. Gains on Wall Street. The Dow is up 660 points at 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. It is another brutally hot day out there for tens of millions of Americans. CBS's Jim Crisula has the latest. Excessive heat warnings and advisories are posted across the Mid-South, Deep South, and most of Texas. Gabe Fernandez is suffering in Dallas. Hopefully it cools off soon. I don't like when it's too hot like this. Dr. Mark Castellaws with Baptist Health in Memphis, Tennessee. Part of the problem is people don't respect the heat. Tulsa, Oklahoma resident Ron Jeffers does respect outdoor workers, including landscapers. I just appreciate the way these guys work, especially with the heat. There's no end in sight to the brutal heat and humidity. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The UK is also melting. I'm Vicki Barker in London, where record high temperatures triggered a series of fires around the British capital, prompting the London Fire Brigade to declare a major incident. Wildfires continue to spread in Spain and in France, which, like Britain, recorded a new record high temperature on Tuesday. And climatologists are warning this is the new normal. COVID cases are up again, both in the U.S. and Europe. Here's CBS's Dr. David Agus. We're not seeing in the U.S. or in Europe really a significant number of patients going in ICU or going on a ventilator. And what this reflects is the underlying immunity in most of these developed countries. The World Health Organization reports cases in Europe have tripled in the past six weeks. The Army says it's struggling with recruitment because many Americans are too fat. Only 23% of military-aged men and women in the United States are qualified to serve. Vice Chief of Staff General Joseph Martin tells Congress it's adjusted basic training requirements and changed marketing strategies to lure recruits. A jury's now been seated in Steve Bannon's trial in Washington. The former White House strategist faces contempt charges for snubbing the January 6th committee. Opening statements start this afternoon. Russian President Vladimir Putin's in Iran to discuss food exports out of Ukraine. The Kremlin's blocked ports there since the start of the war. CBS's Mary Lushnia. Turkey would be the party that will inspect the ships going back, and they have sort of the control over that passage in the Black Sea that would allow them to do so. Um, so they're strategically uh, involved in pretty much every single aspect of this conflict. And it's not just food supplies. Europe could also face a tough winter as the European Union looks to cut energy ties with Russia. Elon Musk has lost a fight to delay Twitter's lawsuit against him. Both sides will now be in court in October. The social media company is suing the billionaire for trying to back out of its $44 billion deal to buy the platform. The Dow up 683 points this hour. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good afternoon. It is 2.03 and we're very happy you're with us on this humid Tuesday. July the 19th, it's 87 degrees. everybody, I'm Hillary Howard. Our top local story is campaign 2022 on this primary day in Maryland. And there are a lot of competitive races that include statewide and hyper-local races. 
Our team coverage begins with WTOP's Kate Ryan. A number of Maryland's political races are wide open and very close, according to polls. Familiar faces will be gone in the governor's, attorney general's, and comptroller's races since incumbents are either term-limited, like Governor Larry Hogan, or leaving to run for other offices, like Peter Francho, who's running for governor after serving as comptroller. The voters are casting ballots for members of Congress, legislators in the Maryland State House, county executives, county council members, and their local school boards. Unofficial results from early voting and primary day get counted tonight with the final canvas of mail-in ballots on July 29th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Voters are making a lot of choices in Prince George's County, and WTOP's Liz Anderson had some questions for them at the Duval High School polling place. Voter traffic seems primary light, but a judge with Prince George's County's Board of Elections says it's a steady stream and consistent with past primaries. Voter Kadisha Powell-Sadiq says she's hoping for a fresh voice, someone younger, and a person of color for governor. Her words about Maryland's outgoing governor. Now, I did like Hogan. I like that he was truly a moderate Republican. So, which means like, you know, he had respect from the Democrats, but unfortunately, the way we see political, it's one extreme to the next, and it's hard to have those middle-of-the-road candidates. John Bailey also likes Hogan's work, but... Let's try a Democrat this time and see what happens. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Turnout's been light in neighboring Montgomery County, too. And some people are surprised to learn that the results will not come quickly. Mail-in ballots take a while to count. In-person voters have to be in line by 8 o'clock tonight to vote. Same for if you're dropping off a mail-in ballot that was sent to you. For the nearest ballot drop box, text the word box with a space and your zip code to 77788. Gilberto Zelaya with Montgomery County Board of Elections says that's just for Montgomery County voters. The tally of mailed-in ballots won't start until Thursday, so this voter won't know who won some close races for a while. I will probably go to sleep without knowing who it is, and I am definitely okay with that. In Montgomery County, Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Should Rock Creek Park's Beach Drive belong to out outdoor enthusiasts or drivers. WTOP's Acacia James highlights the continuing debate. At a public hearing, the National Park Service announced that it plans to keep that stretch of beach drive closed to cars only during the summer months, holidays, and weekends. It provides for decreased effects to the local transportation network during the period when the traffic volumes are highest. We did receive new information recently from DDOT that supports that need. Superintendent of Rock Creek Park, Julia Washburn. Shortly after the pandemic hit, NPS closed a section of Beach Drive to motor vehicle traffic to allow people to visit the park safely. The service is allowing the public to comment on the changes through August 11th. Acacia James, WTOP News. Keep it here on WTOP. Of course, your traffic and weather is next. And then more news on the Silver Line. It's 207. As a public servant, you are committed to achieving the agency's mission and serving its constituents. By digitizing processes, you can improve efficiency and effectiveness in a seamless manner. The DocuSign Agreement Cloud for Government brings together a comprehensive set of applications for increasing workforce productivity and delivering critical citizen services. DocuSign is trusted by over 3,000 government agencies across 50 states and is FedRAMP, Moderate, and DOD IL-4 authorized. Learn more by visiting DocuSign.com gov.
I want to break free. Ready to break free, DC? See the world with Norwegian and enjoy 40% off all cruises to the Caribbean, Europe, and more. We'll even help you get there with free airfare for second guests. Plus, enjoy free open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer and soon, DC. Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe, feel free. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply.